To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome to Mouse House. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Mouse House, a Disney podcast episode three. Yeah. I've lost count already. It's three already. I can't believe it. Yeah. So welcome. Welcome. How are we all? How are we all? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm talking good. to you. Oh, okay. I thought you were generally talking to everyone. I mean, everyone and you. I, that was kind of the start of the conversation. Yeah. Um. So, yes, good? Yeah, good. All good. Raring to go. Raring to go. Me too. We have just finished up watching our third film of the series, which was National my choice. Treasure. Oh, just, <laughs> just spoiler alert. Jeez. Sorry. Which was my choice, National Treasure. National Treasure 1, of course. Yeah. Um, so we have just watched that film. Okay. So would you like to start with the 60-second challenge? Oh, no. I forgot oh, about no. this one. Oh, dear. <laughs> On three, oh, no. two, one, go. Nicolas Cage tries to steal the <laughs> Declaration of Independence, <laughs> the end. That is not... You, no, cut. Come on. It's 10 okay. seconds gone. Sorry. Do you want to start again? Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, in three, two, one, go. So Nicolas Cage and his father have been constantly on the trail of this hidden treasure. By, uh, they were hidden by the forefathers of America and uh, they're led from clue to clue. It leads them to the Declaration of Independence, which is heavily guarded. There's two groups of people that are after it. There's Nicolas Cage's group and then there's Sean Bean's group. <laughs> um, and basically they both try and steal the... the the declaration because there is a map on the back that turns out that it's actually a sequence of codes and then that leads them to these glasses that, that they end up looking at the poster and it tells them where the treasure is the end I mean <laughs> I, I'm not sure how detailed that was I mean you kind of know what it's about okay so give me a countdown three two one go okay Nicolas Cage is basically Benjamin and he Benjamin Gates and he is trying to find the Templar treasure ah, I knew that bit uh, so he's trying to find the Templar treasure he goes to a boat which leads him to the Declaration of Independence which leads him to some glasses which leads him to um, basically a thing under a church he goes all the way down it and then uh, yeah finds some treasure in the meantime of course at the beginning he was with a group of people they then kind of split and there's the good guys and the bad guys and then they double cross each other and then they work together and then they double cross each other again and eventually they find the treasure the national treasure I couldn't follow any of that no neither could I that's quite a hard one it's not like as simple as like an animated (laughs) Disney film where it's like here's the story and here's the moral but um and oh and it was released in 2004 oh oh, really it was yeah only 2004 I thought it was much earlier than that no well if people are listening don't realise this is a Disney picture. It uh, is. Walt Disney Studios, right? It is. I've got a I've got a fun fact about that actually. Oh, okay. So originally the film um although I don't know if I should be doing this bit yet, but let's go for it anyway, seeing as we've been led into it. Um originally was uh, under Touchstone Pictures, which is obviously a Disney company. Uh, yeah, of course. They did uh, which uh, is where, Armageddon. Yeah, Touchstone tends to release the sort of more higher rated films as blockbusters, in... Blockbusters, yeah. No, I don't mean like blockbusters. I mean as in 
12s, 15s, oh, 18s right. yeah. R-rated for yeah. the States, you know. Um, but once it had its classification of PG, Walt Disney went, oh, it's family friendly. Okay, we'll have it. <laughs> and they kept it. Oh, that's, okay. That's a true story. True story, bro. Interesting. Yeah. So um, I did this for the last two. I gave Indiana Jones references for the last two, and yet again, I can do it with this one. We, we're watching lots of Indiana Jones style <laughs> <laughs> themed films, Not on apparently. Purpose. No, I know what you mean. It's got a similar aesthetic. Yeah, it's the whole thing going after treasure, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, a little bit more grounded than Indiana Jones, but um, yeah, the similarities are there for sure. Yeah. Well, before we get too in depth into the actual film and what it's all about, should we do our trivia challenge? Absolutely. So I've I've decided to write six questions. Okay. Uh, so if you want to do your three first, sure. and then I can choose from my six, because I just have this feeling at least two of these questions are going to be the same. Okay. Well, mine are all pretty difficult this time around. Are they all history-based? No, only one of them. Okay, because I really don't like history. And obviously this film is steeped in history <laughs> and stuff about like real... American know, history as well. Real American facts. And it just reminds me of the damn Hall of Presidents you know at what? Disney World. Do you know what? All the way through this film, <laughs> all I could think of was the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, because you can just hear that music. The same music you can imagine when you walk into the... Anyway, what yeah. <laughs> trivia. Go so for it. the first one was, which event do they steal the declaration? Uh, it's the gala, the 70th anniversary well gala. Well done. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Bing, bing, bing. Five points for Becky. We need to keep like a running score of this. I think we should. <sighs> we'll have to go back and listen to the others we now. Will. We will. <laughs> we'll, we'll announce the scores in the next one, yeah? Yeah, and then um, we'll keep on top of them from there. That sounds good to me. Uh, the second question I have is Dr. Chase, Abigail Chase, yep. has a collection of what? Um... Campaign buttons from George Washington. Well done. Yeah. That's you're you're flying with this. Um another one I have was what was the password to get into the preservation room? Valley Forge. You know this film. I do. I really like National Treasure. (laughs) It's the only type of film that's like this kind of action-y, action-packed that I do really like. Yeah. It's weird. Okay, well, this is the last one then. Oh, you've gone for four. Oh, I've gone for you four. Cheat. I thought it was three each. <laughs> I want to do one more because this is more of a history one. So this is the challenge. Okay. When was the Declaration of Independence signed? In, according to the film or according to real life? Well, mine, uh, mine went off of Google, so... Isn't it like 1777 or something? Oh, you were so damn close. Was I? 1776. Oh, come on, let me have that. <laughs> no. You mean. <laughs> okay, so my question's for you. Oh, I forgot I've got some. I'm going to fail miserably at these. Yeah, I, I did do some easy ones for you, though, but I'm just going to do all of them then. Seeing as you did four, I'm going to do them. Okay. Uh, so the first one is, what is Nicolas Cage's full name in the movie? I was about to say Benjamin Franklin, but no, that's not... <laughs> Is it Ben? Yeah. It is Ben. It's Ben. Ben. We literally watched this five minutes ago. I know. (laughs) I'm trying to recite the line where he's like, that is the family legacy of messing things up or something like something that they're in the house of his with his dad and yeah. he says that's the legacy of the family i'm yeah. trying to remember what that quote is so i can remember the last name i don't know his name is benjamin franklin what gates is that's it? his full name benjamin franklin gates oh, <laughs> i can't believe that you said it i was like i'm not saying anything i'm gonna keep that quiet you can have half a point for that one 
Oh, thanks. Uh, what was the first clue they were looking for? What was the... The pipe. Yeah, but what was the wording of the clue that to find the pipe? Oh my God, are you kidding me? No, that's really easy. He says it at the end of the film as well. It's something silence? Oh, no. no. The secret lies with Charlotte. Oh, I'm just, I'm terrible at this. Um, I've got three more for you. Okay. Uh, what name is mentioned on the clue on the pipe? You know, he cuts his thumb to get the blood yeah, and then... Yeah. And then... <sighs> He's looking over at me like, please help me. I don't want to seem like an idiot. <laughs> but he is. He really is. Oh, I mean, this is probably my second watch. Though. No, it's not. You have definitely watched this more than two times. We watched it when we were sat in Disney World before. Do you remember? It was on the TV. Did we? Yeah. Oh, no, it was Book of, Book of Treasures, That was the I think. second one, yeah. Anyway. I pass. I have no idea. Mr. Matlock. Oh, I don't know. Next one. At what time does the trio see the timely shadow? Oh, why didn't I take note of that? Was it two o'clock? No, not quite. One? No. Three? No. Four? No. Five? I give up. 3.22. Oh, brilliant. It was technically 2.22, but then obviously Riley goes on about daylight saving time. Which was invented by Benjamin Franklin. Well done. Okay, and the final question then is what book does Ben's dad keep his money in? Common sense. Correct. Yes. He got one right. I think it's safe to say I won today's quiz round. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. So um obviously I've already mentioned about um the uh I don't know what I was gonna say then. I've lost my train of thought already. Anyway, let's go on to some history and some fun facts of this film. Okay. Um, so the director was John Tur- Turtletob? Turtletob? Turtletob. I'm hoping you're going to interject me and tell me how it is here. You don't John know. John Turtletob. Tub. Okay. Tub. He, tub, did, tub, 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 tub. he did The Sorcerer's <laughs> Apprentice and The Meg, if Sorcerer's you didn't know. Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I think it's like a wannabe Harry Potter. Oh, okay. But like, like the Percy Jackson thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And the Meg. Oh, dear. Let's not talk about um, Meg. <laughs> uh, he went to high school with Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. And uh, beat Nicolas Cage to a large part in the school play. Oh. So That's maybe the director's a better actor than Nick. Who they knows? should have put Nicolas Cage in the Meg. It would have been better. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So I don't know if you... So when we were watching the film, I mentioned to Aaron that I found it quite amusing how they do the differentiation between the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. Um, because when they were trying to steal the Declaration of Independence, you've got Nicolas Cage who's using all of his smarts to get it. His smarts. His smarts. <laughs> They're using all of his smarts. <laughs> He's using all of his brain power. Whereas uh, Ian and his team are all using brute force. Yeah. But another little fun fact I found out about the film is also when either of the teams are Google searching something, mm-hmm. um, Nicolas Cage and his team, sorry, Ben Gates and his team, um, use Google, whereas Ian's team uses Yahoo. How the hell did you notice this? I just did, and I thought it was a really funny wow. differentiation between them. <laughs> um, also, the original cut of the film was four hours long. The original rough That's cut really of the film. Much. Yeah, I think that would have been a bit too much. Um, and then the final fact was the one about Touchstone. So we've already we've already touched on that. Yeah. Um, so we've we've got obviously some characters in the film. 
Yeah. We've got Nicolas Cage, who plays Benjamin Franklin Gates. Yeah. He is in so many films, I'm not even going to bother listing any. I want to say some of my favourites, though. Go for it. Face Off. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. And Oh, I like the um, 9-11 one. Oh, World Trade Center. World Trade Center. That's, that. that's a great one. I Left love that Left Behind. Film. He's in so many good ones. You need, we need to watch Mum and Dad as well, because that Yeah, so we've been meaning to watch I've, that. I've actually got that. I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But... Yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on from from good old Nick, we've got uh, Diane Kruger, who plays Abigail Chase, and I checked her history, and I don't know any film that she's been in. I'm so. pretty sure I know her. I don't think you do. I hadn't heard of any of the films that really? she was in. Um, and then you've got just Justin Bertha as Riley Poole. I don't know him from anything. Um, else. He's in The Hangover. He's in The Hangover series. I've not seen them yet. Have you not seen any of them? No. Oh, yet. okay. Uh, then you've got Sean Bean, who is in GoldenEye, Lord of the Rings, Silent Hill. Game of Thrones. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in the first season at uh, least. That's okay. all I know because I've seen the first season. And then you've got John Voigt as Patrick Gates. Who's a very famous actor. He's in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. 24. Yeah. Ray Donovan. Yeah. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. He's also in one of my favourite live action Disney films of all time, other than Nic- Nicolas Cage, other than National Treasure. Be in the Beast. Nope. Oh. Holes. Oh, I can't wait when to you're saying that live film. action. I was just thinking live action. <laughs> no, I just mean like a live action film in general. Yeah. Uh, I bloody love Holes, but we'll come. We'll come back to that. Have in I seen a, Holes? No, you haven't. Oh, he's in Holes. Okay, he's he's great in Holes. So those those are our, our characters. So obviously you've got um, you've got Benjamin Gates and um, oh, what's her name? What's the woman's name? I forgot no Abigail already. Chase. Abigail Chase as the sort of love couple. Yeah. The love interests. And then you've got Riley, who's kind of the uh, the sort of comedy relief for the film. Otherwise, yeah. it'd be, be obviously way too historical. And I think a lot of people um, reading other comments online are saying that he's a bit too like he's really clever when it comes to his computer stuff but then he says really dumb things that's what i was gonna say so and i i I appreciate that but then i think that if he didn't do that constantly that film would be so heavy and it would not interest families also defending that fact is the whole film is kind of unbelievable in a way isn't it oh no it could happen (laughs) i totally believe that could happen everything is so convenient no it's not it is. It's <laughs> almost as convenient it. as the Pokemon movie that we watched the other day. That's another story. <laughs> um, but I do, yeah, I do agree because, like, for example, when they're using the metal detectors in the snow at the beginning, he happens to come across exactly the point that says Charlotte. I mean, it's a huge boat. <laughs> like, it's not, I, I get that. But I do think, anyway, going back to the point I was making about Riley, mm-hmm. he he is needed as that comedy relief. Otherwise, it would be too heavy and I think it wouldn't be that, because I think you would have enjoyed it a lot less because you seem to laugh at all of his jokes. Oh, I do. He's hilarious. He's comedy gold. <laughs> Some of them are good. Some of them don't. He's like um. Me. He reminds me of Boff in Johnny English. Yes. Oh yeah. Actually, yeah. They are pretty much the same character. They are, aren't they? And I love it. I love it. Um, and then obviously Ian as Sean Bean. I think he, Ian as Sean Bean. Sean Bean is <laughs> Ian. I think he's um obviously the Classic villain, the rogue. The rogue helper, classic villain. But what, what I look. like about that is that the fact that he isn't just like the main villain. Like he is also, you kind of see why he does things. He just has a different approach. It's not really about good or bad. It's it's like I would I would disagree because he wants to find the treasure at all costs, and he would have kept all that money for himself. Whereas 
Um, Nick, oh, okay, Nick yeah. Cage okay, and his team sense. only kept one measly percent. Well, half a percent after taxes. <laughs> See what I did there? If you've seen the film, oh, wow. you know that quote. Um, so I have to say, I think, I think definitely Riley is my favourite because I do laugh at almost everything he says. Well, that's fair. I do find some of his technology a little bit unbelievable when he's in that cubicle and he's got the camera going up the... It doesn't surprise me. It could, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a bit Mission Impossible. It does, but that's cool. A bit sci-fi, virgin sci-fi. So the soundtrack is done by a guy called Trevor Rabin. Okay. Um, And he has done Armageddon. Yeah. You ain't seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Bad Boys 2. Um, and Exorcist the Beginning. Mm-hmm. And Snakes on a Plane. Wow, he's done some pretty bad ones. Um, yeah, they are pretty much all bad. Um, now, what I was going to say about the score was that it's actually really underwhelming. Because there isn't, like, for me, a good movie score is something that you can not only remember, but you can hum it. Yeah, I kind of forget every bit of the score. I can't think of but, anything. It's just uh, that generic movie score. I agree, but then there are points in that score where you think that really does feel like presidential and... Oh, yeah, but it's very much like you could... It feels like the exact same score we have in like Air Force One and like those presidential, like Independence Day and yeah. like stuff like that. It's just generic. Yeah, I can see why you're saying that. I can see why you're saying that. Um, so what what is your favourite scene of the film? My favourite scene is... Uh, for some reason, I really like the glasses bit, you know, where he's like pulling the brick out and yeah. then the glasses are inside the brick and then he uses the glasses to look at the, the, the poster and then they've got the interchangeable... Like 3D glasses yeah. of the of the past. <laughs> but I really like that. I don't know, something about that. That's the mem- most memorable. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I think the glasses itself are like a really cool... Um... You just want a pair for yourself. That's what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like a, just a really interesting uh, movie invention as such. It's something yeah. I always just call the movie objects because they wouldn't exist in real life. But are you sure? Yeah, I don't think so. I bet they do somewhere. Maybe. I bet they do. <laughs> um, so obviously mine isn't really a scene, it's more of a line. Right. Um, but it's where Nicolas Cage goes, I'm gonna steal it. And then Riley's like <laughs> such a what? meme. And he's like, I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's just epic. I mean, you're just like, Yes, Nick, go on, you do it. <laughs> he's tried, he's told the FBI he's done all the right things, he just wants the good to happen it's epic it's just and it starts the whole story off that's got to be like one of the first memes like <laughs> Nick, i think nicholas cage is the first meme <laughs> just in general <laughs> i once speaking of nicholas cage memes if you if you've seen nicholas cage memes you would have seen pictures of nicholas cage looking very funny um i once printed out about a hundred copies of nicholas cage's face oh it's the face he pulls in in face off yeah I need, is it that yeah, no i that. did different faces oh did you yeah oh okay um i printed about 100 100 copies of his face uh, only small and then i you kept them no <laughs> <laughs> i blue tack and sellotaped them all over my father-in-law's bedroom while he was out so there was literally 100 pictures of nicholas cage all over his room and he was finding them for months because i put them in like stupid places like he has a travel iron i put it inside there and then he came across <laughs> it like seven months later it was incredible and my best practical joke i've ever done in my life it was so good it was um so uh what about least favorite scene um i i went with the opening 
it's quite heavy. Like even though heavy, 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 heavy. <laughs> it's quite heavy. Even though I'm a big into, I'm big into history. Yeah, I'm not big into American history. Okay. Um, what's wrong with America? What did they just, ever do to you? Uh, nothing. <laughs> you love going to America. <laughs> I just don't know enough about American history. It doesn't interest me enough. Uh, I prefer English history. Anyway, um, it's very expositional in the opening. Like it but just you kind of need that. How uh, else would you explain it? Yeah, but it should be explained naturally in the story. Well, but, yeah, but how would it, you explain that they're suddenly in the Antarctic looking for yeah, a friggin' boat? It's the fact that they were going through, this is Benjamin Franklin, this is what he did. And, and it's like, yeah, but well, there's also, you've also got to remember, well, no, not necessarily. That's what I was going to say. But it could have been natural for the story. Like, oh, like, like how we learn more about Benjamin Franklin purely from one of our, yeah, ca- the, whatever his name is, but, uh, the but, sidekick character. What's his name? Riley. Riley. He he says, "Oh, he invented daylight saving time." Like we learn important little. I get that, but the point of the the point of the story is the 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 problem with doing it in 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 a natural way is for the first like forty five minutes of the film, his dad is completely against it. So there's no historical conversations able to happen because you've got Riley who knows everything already because they're best friends. Yeah. Abigail comes along a bit later on. Dad doesn't come around for a good half the film. When would they have explained it? That's true. You're wrong. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I exposition annoys me. I like mystery. I like not knowing all the facts. Yeah, but the point of the film is it's about history, so we need to know the history. Do we though? I think so. It's just about treasure. It's not just anyway. <laughs> it's about national treasure. Um. So. The next section we would normally talk about is the moral of the story, but I don't really think that's appropriate for this film. But there is one thing I would like to say. I believe this film to be, as much as I love National Treasure, I really love National Treasure. It's it's kind of epic in my book. I love it. Um, oh, I, did, I never said which my least favourite scene was. No, you didn't. Let's come back to that. Uh, my least favourite scene is the car chase because I hate action. Oh, that, that doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. I, don't, I just get a bit bored. There's a, a car chase with the declaration and they're shooting at each other and I'm like, oh, boring. I, I have to say, I, but just before that, where he has the replica declaration, that's probably my second Oh, and he accidentally scene. swaps it. Not accidentally, but he put, he like swaps it over. Yeah, that was a cool scene. That was a cool scene. Where he had, didn't have enough change and he's like... Ooh. <laughs> he's scrambling to pay for the actual I, thing. I agree. But yeah, so there's no there's no moral of the film. Um, but I would like to... Um, if you haven't seen National Treasure, I'm going to describe it in, in five words for you. Poor man's Da Vinci Code. <laughs> it's like a dumbed down version of the Da Vinci Code. It is. That's that's how I see the film. Although Da Vinci Code isn't obviously looking for treasure, it's all about the history and hidden codes and yeah. secret meanings and things like that, and obviously masons and all that sort of fun stuff. Yeah, genuinely believe this is a poor man's national, poor man's Da Vinci Code. I agree with that because, like, if you hadn't seen Da Vinci Code, I would say to someone. Watch National Treasure first, and if you like it, watch Da Vinci Code. Because yeah. <laughs> it's much longer and mu- much deeper. And I, Like, I, I see what you're saying about the Indiana Jones theming, but it definitely is more along the lines of Da Vinci Code. Yeah. It's like Tom Hanks versus Nicolas Cage, one-on-one, in oh my arena. God, they should be in the same universe. Oh my God, imagine. <laughs> oh my God, imagine Tom Hanks in a film with Nicolas Cage. Is that ex- has that happened? Uh, don't think so. That needs to happen. It needs to happen. So, um, going on to continuity errors, yeah. I'm going to ask you as ever, did you spot an E? But the answer is probably going to be no. <laughs> no. Um, 
I did. Um, of course, of with course, every film you do. Of course. Um, I, I only found one. Okay. Um, there was one that I found on the internet. Okay. So um, we'll, we'll go through that one. But the one I noticed is, um, so when he was at the gala mm-hmm. um, and he was doing that whole are you trying to steal that? And he's oh, yeah. at the at the cash register. Um, he, through that entire scene, you know, the whole time he's, he's you know, prior to that and, and post that happening, Riley can hear everything he's saying. Yeah. Um, and then when um, we see the FBI agent and he's like, we um, know that the fake... Um, declaration was bought by Benjamin Gates. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And that's how they knew how to go to Patrick Gates and Ben Gates. But then it instantly goes back to the car and um, Nicholas Cage says, there may have been a credit card slip. Mm-hmm. But Riley was in his ear the whole time. And that woman was like, <laughs> we take Visa? So... Yeah, he would have heard Why that. was he so surprised that he messed up? Because he would have heard it. Oh, yeah. That's my little mini plot hole. The other thing I found out is William McKinley yeah. is a president, I believe. Yeah, I think so. He was the first person, or was a campaigning, anyway. Uh, he was the first campaigner to use buttons, right. like badges. And he came after George Washington. So the George Washington badge collection that um, Abigail Chase has doesn't actually exist (laughs) never would have done brilliant because the pins didn't start up until later so that was that was the continuity goof that that, was probably the biggest one yeah and there weren't any um easter eggs either in the film really you know like sometimes you get indiana jones r2d2s in the corner and stuff like that (laughs) um there wasn't anything like that that i could find on my research no hidden mickeys um (laughs) but there were hidden dvd menus um, to the point where you could select something and put a secret code in and that would bring unlock some extra um, special features. Really? Yeah, That's we'll really have to cool. check our... We've got a Blu-ray version, so yeah. I doubt it's on there. Um, actually, that was that brings me to another point. Um, I, I can't remember what it was, but um, you know when she types in the password Valley Forge into the keypad? Yeah. Uh, when she's first typing that that scene obviously people properly stare at it and they see them type they see her typing an n and hitting the space bar obviously with two both of those are not in the passcode because the passcode is valley forge <laughs> there's no n there's no space wow um but wow well the, the the reason i haven't mentioned it because we didn't necessarily see that because that was fixed in the dvd version but not in the Blu-ray. It was left as it is oh, on the Blu-ray. Okay. So in the Blu-ray, we can see, we if we paid enough attention, we would have seen that she typed an N and a space bar. But if you were watching a DVD version, that was fixed. Um, which is Which is interesting. But that's what I'm saying about the uh, the code in the DVD menu, because I reckon it's probably not on our Blu-ray. If they didn't fix it, yeah. on the, I don't think, don't think it would be. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, sequels. Obviously, book of. I want to say book of secrets. It's not. It is. Oh, it is. It is book of secrets. <laughs> My thing. I'm thinking chamber of secrets. Then I was. Are like, you thinking chamber of secrets? Are you thinking book of shadows? Yeah. Blair Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting them all all merged into Which one. Which isn't a Disney film. But yeah, we're not talking about that one. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there's National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets, which we will definitely be doing a separate podcast on. I because don't remember that one at all. Do you not? No. 
Oh, I love Book of That's Secrets. That's the one I've seen the le- the the least. I I think I prefer Book of Secrets. Really? I can't I can't quite decide. I think it's because um, it introduces a few extra. Obviously, you've got the the bad guys don't really exist as much in that one. You've got more of Nick's crew. So his yeah. mum gets involved. His dad's involved oh, a lot yeah, more. And I his mum and his yeah. dad is quite funny as well in the second one. Yeah, his mum and dad because they're fighting all the time. Yeah, and, I remember that now. Um, obviously Nicholas Cage and Abigail are a couple, but then they split up, and it's really funny. But anyway, we won't talk about that one too much. Is that the one with the resolute desk? That is the one with the resolute desk. I remember that now. <laughs> yes, that's number two. Um, and then National Treasure 3 is kind of in existence. It's been talked about for many years. Happen. It's not been greenlit. It's not going to happen. I want it to happen. Well, I mean, I don't know if you have that to hand, but how much did Book of Secrets make at the box office? Let's have a look. So, mainly because if it, if it, if it made enough money, then maybe we might get it one day. But it just seems like it's been too long since Book of Secrets has come out for any pop... Like, it's not in the pop culture awareness, is it really? No, hang on. I'm on aeroplane mode. <laughs> Let me just, I'm just reconnecting. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but you've got to remember, Book of Secrets was, came out like four years later as well. 2007, it came out three years later. So there, okay. was, there, was, a, there was a fair gap. Uh, what do I need to do here? I need to go to Wikipedia, don't I? Yeah. Good old wiki. I mean, yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. I mean, maybe four hundred and fifty-seven point four million. It made half a million, uh, half a billion. Okay, and, how- and its budget was one hundred and thirty. Okay, so you've got to take into account that a certain percentage of that would have gone to certain things. Not the studio only would make a percentage. So, I'd say it probably underperformed a little bit, maybe. Maybe not enough to warrant a third movie because obviously the price of Nicolas Cage is casting and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see another one because it'd be well-rounded to have a third movie. I think so. The original film cost $100 million to make and the box office was $347 million, so it did make more money than the first. Oh, okay. Interesting. So it has, it has gained. Yeah. In that case, then I'm kind of surprised that they're in the third movie to round it up, but... So, Maybe they just haven't got the right story? Thought, or is there a script? Is, is that I don't think there's a script. I think okay. it's like... Um, I did read as well that um, National Treasure took four years to come out. They had to hire a load of writers to round off the story yeah. before the first one because it didn't quite flow very well. So I, It seems to me like it's probably quite hard to come up with these kind of stories. Yeah, it's got to be. Like... I mean, if you consider Da Vinci Code, when you're thinking about that, Da Vinci Code is... A book, yeah. so the the writer will have had a lot of time to research. Whereas a film, it's not as almost slow going as a book. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, and also generally authors will really know their their stuff when their topics. Whereas movie directors don't. They don't know as much, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So now we normally talk about our links of this film to Walt Disney World <laughs> literally the only link we have is last time we went we watched it while we were having a nap in the <laughs> afternoon between parks there is nothing yeah and I kind of it's a shame really because like if you go to Disney Paris they've got Armageddon which is a stunt yeah. not, not a stunt but like a spectacular I can't remember what they call it now but it's stunt spectacular isn't it I don't think it's called that I think it's special effects or special effects special effects special or effects. visual effects spectacular or something like that right and that is just like a set that 
you interact with. It's just like the, a bit like Twister. Like, yeah, and a bit like the Indiana Jones Stumbeck Spectacular and yeah, all that, all that kind of stuff. And I kind of think that they could have done something, maybe like the gold room or like the treasure room or, or like they could have done... Or even a dark ride would have been quite cool for this. Yeah. Well, I I was thinking about what potentially they could do with it if mm-hmm. they were going to. And the first thing I thought of exactly straight away was the mummy ride at Universal. Oh, okay. Which is basically like a runaway train and then you find a load of gold and there you go. You're off the ride. And it's <laughs> it's kind of like a little roller coaster inside. You yeah. could have that where, you know, you're going past yeah. all the American you know yeah things like that almost like a mine train um and then the you know that that final scene where they're going around the staircase the swelling staircase you can see that being built into like a little corkscrew on a roller coaster or anything like that yeah you could um and then finally you end up in the gold room and you get you know you slow down and go through the gold room and all the gold is all around you yeah. that could happen and i think ultimately the cheapest route would be like a star tours 3d 4d thing yeah but then not as fun <laughs> yeah yeah so um that, that's what i would do but would i don't think we'll ever see anything <laughs> no i don't think i don't i don't think we'd ever see it and i've never seen any merchandise nothing nothing no. at all never if i ever saw a national treasure t-shirt at disney world i would be buying it in an <laughs> instant well you never know if we get some sort of like themed land that works with indiana jones and well i mean adventureland and frontierland yeah. you could kind of fit that in there already anyway because it is kind of an adventure and it is kind of yeah maybe not quite but it would have been cool if they put in you know where the american adventure is at epcot or the hall of presidents that they just put some sort of nod yeah to the like film. a little or like even like had a glass case with the pipe yeah, in it or something like that that would be quite cool yeah like um you know like when you go around any of the random shops and they're like oh this is this dude's jacket yeah you could have something like that like his his leather brown jacket just yeah. on the wall being like oh nice templar yeah i agree with that. Like that so um yeah anything else you want to say about the film no obviously other than my rating go for it i gave it a five. Ooh, explain <laughs> for me like i said it's too everything's too um, I'm trying to figure the word now uh, con- convenient everything's too convenient uh, it's a little bit unbelievable with the technology uh, it feels like a spy movie like there are spy movie elements to it that I just don't enjoy yeah like they've they've been done better in other movies and then you've got the adventure stuff which is done better for me okay. in Indiana Jones so like it's a good film I enjoy it but yeah. just not enough to make me love it yeah now um, I love the film I've watched it God knows how many times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I don't even know why I like it. It's so <laughs> it different weird. to anything else that I like. Um, so with that in mind, and you being my husband and knowing me quite well, what score do you think I gave it? Nine. My rating is, drumroll please, six. What? Oh, I gave the film a six. And the reason I gave the film a six is because, because you have it, to give the second one higher one. No, um, <laughs> it's because it is a trash film, isn't it? Let's be real. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not a good film. It's, Do you not think, is this not like widely known as a very good film? I don't think so. I don't know either. No, no one talks about it. And that, Let's do National That's Treasure probably why we, have, why we haven't had 
that's probably why we haven't had a um, a National Treasure 3. And it makes me wonder what the reviews are like from actual critics, because if they're really bad, that's obviously why we haven't got uh, The Tomato Meter gave it 45%. The audience score is 76%. So it's not fresh. It's not fresh. It's got a, like a green splodge. Um, but the audience, the audience score is seventy six. Um, yeah, well, what basically, I'm just being honest with myself. I love the film. I really, 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 really like it. But doesn't make it a good film. Like, it's not necessarily a good film. It's like I love Mean Girls, but that film is trash. Oh, we've got oh. some noisy vehicles. Yeah. If you can hear that. Oh, oh. listen. Oh, apparently we've got a rocket flying off outside our window right now. Special um, effects. Sorry about that. Even wake the poor cat up. Oh, morning. <laughs> morning. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, um, so just because I love it doesn't mean it's a good film. And yeah. I am being honest with myself in that it isn't a great film, but it is fun. It, you don't have to think. Although it's steeped in history, you really don't need to think it about it. It is a little bit tiny Because it explains off. it all to you very easily. Like, oh, Benjamin Franklin, he did this. Benjamin Franklin, he did that. Yeah. This guy, he did this. Oh, and then you have this guy. You know, it really does explain it. And as I say, I hate history. <laughs> I am so bored by the, fu- by the thought of history that I just can't deal with it. And it just explains it for you so you don't have to be interested in it. Yeah. Um, it's it's like Mean Girls. Mean Girls is a trash film, but I love it. I've got to watch that. Scene um, too. You do. That's that's in your your YouTube challenge. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I only gave it a six. Uh, in in actuality. Uh, so yeah, so guys, leave us a comment on any of you know wherever you're watching this, uh, watching, listening, watching. <laughs> I suppose you'd be watching if you're on YouTube. Uh, leave us a comment in you know on your podcast app or. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you like, um, and let us know what you thought. Um, we enjoyed watching it, I guess. Did yeah, you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Nice Sunday afternoon film. Yeah, it's chill. Chill, chill film. Um, so yeah, as we're a new podcast, we love to hear your feedback. So please let us know um, how you're finding this. If there's anything else you'd like us to include, anything you'd like you don't like, just. We are always welcome to feedback. Um, you can either get in contact via our social medias, which will be in the show notes, but they're all basically at MouseHousePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you can email us, mousehousepod at gmail.com. As we say, all that will be in the show notes. Um, and you can find us on our Anchor and Patreon pages uh, yeah. to find out more information. Um, and now that's all that's left is to decide on the film for next week okay so I've got the hat are you ready we're ready alright what are we watching we are watching we are watching actually before you do this what we don't want to do that this time do we not no because we're going to do a new release next time Uh, so we're not going to pull one out of the hat because we are going to watch Dumbo Dumbo actually I say that let's get ready for Dumbo well you just spoiled that I was going to say let's be honest we've already watched it Yeah. Uh, we watched it when it came out uh, a few weeks ago so we're going to do that one in our next our next episode and then we'll go back to our usual Yeah. Um, and you just spoiled that by by doing the let's get ready for Dumbo because how would we know that happens if we haven't seen the film (laughs) it's a good thing we don't lie to our audience isn't it Aaron yeah it's true (laughs) so yeah so we're going to do Dumbo as our next one so uh, look out for that one Um, and we will see you in the next one have a magical day bye guys bye